Well, Monica, um, great to catch up with you. You just come off the festive kitchen stage at uh, BBC Good Food Show yeah. Winter. You had the audience in the palm of your hand <laughs> as you were making your Gujarati sweet some, and spicy dal with chilli and peanuts. Yeah. Fantastic. But you added a really interesting ingredient. You put rabbit yeah. as part of the dish as well. Yeah. Interesting. I think the idea of actually using game is not common. Um, and it was actually done, you know, um, years and years ago in, say, the northwest of India when hunting was actually kind of legal but now you realize game works so well in loads of Indian dishes because spices and the marriage of game together just works you know brilliantly well so I think you know just adding rabbit to a dish that actually I would normally make with chicken uh, was just a really good sort of you know addition yeah. the dal as well lovely and um, I, I exist on dal particularly mm-hmm. during the winter it's one of my comfort foods yeah. it's interesting the way that people watch what you're doing because we have a the British have a really fantastic relationship with Indian food mm-hmm. but we've always been a little bit wary about cooking it so to see how easy it is yeah, the way you do dal, it. to be honest when we talk about it Steve it's, it's essentially a dal from Gujarat which is the west of India so you're actually talking about flavors of tamarind and you know lemon juice or like jaggery which are sweet sour hot spicy so you want all those flavors sing, singing in your mouth and you want to be able to taste it that's soupy but like really really gorgeous mm-hmm. so I think I want to include a dal that actually did not have the typical traditional sort of you know um, you know signature things that you would find say onions or whatever because there are so many varieties of them and also to be honest I feel like having a dal chapter in the book actually means you are able to sort of you know um, add those different regional varieties that you find absolutely and of course dal's very easy to make but very cheap to make and very yeah. filling I mean they're a, yeah. they're a good staple to feed a whole family aren't they and also they are really high in protein yeah, yeah so I think you know with you serve it with some rice and some flatbread I think it's just brilliant a lot of people coming to the show here will be looking for for ideas for either replacing the Christmas turkey in some cases or looking towards New Year or Boxing Day. I wonder how many of them will be trying Indian food at home. Like, I, it feels like it's on the increase. I think plenty of them will be, 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 will be trying Indian food, but I think if you have any leftover turkey, just try the uh, Bombay Chili Cheese Toasties, which are on the Olive Magazine webs- and website. And they are fantastic. And they are fantastic, but just add turkey to it, add some green chutney, add all your kind of you know fillings, uh, add your cheese, and melted turkey toasties are the way forward. A typical celebration um, at home for you it involves lots of dishes. I know that the tradition is for a whole family to cook, isn't yeah. it? But I mean, do you ever get time off from cooking? <laughs> do people cook I for do. you? I do, of course I do. But I think I really enjoy the idea of actually cooking for family and friends. But I think this year I really want a quiet Christmas. It's been, uh, you know, quite a lot in terms of uh, just the activity with having my new cookbook Thali out and, you know, kind of promoting it, But which is all exciting. And I think it's just nice to kind of wind down, feel like you're having a, a quiet celebration at home um, yeah. so yeah um, three top tips for people who want to have a go in uh, Indian cooking uh, top tip number one of course get your book which yeah. is superb well, thank you but another three from you what would you um, say they, they need to have a think about I think always make sure you actually get your basics right so get your base spices ready okay and have everything ready before you start cooking you don't want to be running around your kitchen trying to sort of you know do that but the other thing about spices which I actually mentioned on the demo as well use your spices as you would salt or pepper so use them as little as you can and then you can always add more you can't take away mm. so be very wary of that and also taste as you go you know so if you taste as you go and I was saying about the pomegranate uh, rabbit as well taste if, if you feel you need any more pomegranate powder you can add a bit more so yeah 
It does make a big difference as well, Monica, doesn't it? If you can buy whole spices, yeah. uh, warm them in a pan yeah. and then grind them yourself, yeah. you do get that extra explosion of flavour, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. So I think, you know, when you're actually making a homemade garam masala, there is a recipe for that in my book as well. But I think generally any kind of ground blended spices, you actually roast it initially, give it that, you know, kind of essential oil that kind of releases itself, which is really fantastic. So a definitely good addition to most kitchens, home kitchens. Um, I noticed you used oil uh, in uh, your dish because you were talking about people who couldn't have butter, mm-hmm. for example. But um, it is fair to say ghee gives a real richness to But you want you uh, in the morning then, to be honest, because I was using a, a, you know, a bucket load of ghee because we were cooking venison biryani. And you know, obviously venison doesn't have that much fat. So we're using a lot of ghee to ensure that there was lots of flavor and you know, kind of, you know, the, the venison was kind of engulfed and blanketed with all the gorgeous basmati rice and the ghee and the spices. So it was lovely. Um, a lot of people might be having your book for Christmas, which mm-hmm. would be good, but also looking for some of those other bits that go with Indian cooking, like a masala dabba, the, the tin with the seven spices. And what spices should they be putting in one of those? I mean, you can use any spice, but the base spices, I, I would definitely say, is chili powder, turmeric powder, coriander seeds, cumin seeds. And I say seeds essentially because, that, you know, you can grind them down to a powder. But you also want to include things like, you know, green cardamom or cinnamon. Those are really good to actually have, you know, in, in your seven compartments. I unfortunately don't have one of those masala dabbas because I have, you know, 50 spices in my kitchen, (laughs) so it doesn't make any sense for me to have one of those. Uh, But yeah, if you're starting out, that's what you need. And finally, um, celebrations for you, maybe over Christmas, New Year, and, and into the New Year. How many dishes would you serve? I mean, in, in your book, you could do half of those dishes and serve them and, and be full completely to bursting, yeah, yeah. couldn't you? How many would you do traditionally? I though? think in a thali, you don't want to do more than about three or four, okay. and that would be perfect. But I think also you want to make sure that you can have a simple thali, but you can go ostentatious and have a festive thali and do about six. Really good to catch up with you. Fantastic demonstration you gave here. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you, Steve, and thank you, Bipsy Good Food Show, for having me.